Your poor little cows. So so. Hello out there in Own It, SLC Land. We are in the fort for the first time in, I believe, a month. We were driving home from the show that we just did, and I said to Phil, there's at least 100 people driving around Salt Lake right now who feel really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Really, she said it. Really fucking magic, because they were all just at the beehive with us, and that was fucking magic. And I'm curious... On the topic of fucking magic, how, what did you see? So you're back there, you can see, you get to see stuff I don't get to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm back there, and uh, I look at all the faces. I mean, one thing I love to do, I love about being on the operations side, is not the way my brain puts together success is from an operational standpoint is is everybody engaged is everybody sitting down or content not sitting down is everyone face toward the stage are people smiling are their eyes open wide are they fidgeting with other bullshit and there was very little fidgeting there was a lot of um, a lot of emotion in people's faces tonight, mm-hmm. and they have some cool new lights over there. Um, I think I'm going to work with them on lighting next time. Maybe do more of like a lighting, make that more of the show, because there was times where it needed to be lower and stuff like that. And I think mm. we could probably work with them on that because they got a whole new setup. So cool. anyway, so but there was like blue. There was a blue hue over the left side where Damien and uh, Pepper and everyone was sitting up there. Mm-hmm. And so I'd look over there and I could see expressions and it was all in blue. Mm. And it was very fitting. And you you were just in it, you know. It could have been like a, like on a movie if they were like in some dive performing arts bar event thing and like the charisma you possessed tonight was bar none mm. and you know I love sitting back there and it, it's like this cool yin yang thing cause you're up there on the stage and you're clear across the way and I'm in the back and we have this this in this all this energy between us right and so it's like a different perspective um and I get to watch all the people watching the stage. And it's just something that there's no other there's no other place that I experience that feeling where it's like you asked me if I felt like if I was like maestro over the and look what I've created and orchestrated or whatever. And there's some there is some of that. There's like a there's like a holy shit. You know, mm-hmm. look at this. It, it it is like an orchestration more than a creation. It's like a, it's like an eye for, for talent or for artistry, mm-hmm. and then it's like, hey, you know, you want to be a part of this thing, and then we orchestrate it. Like, 
set up the meetings and push people to get to places that they didn't really want to be and tell them stuff they didn't really want to hear. But when they heard it, they were like, yeah. And, um, and people come to see it and they, I mean, the electricity always at the beehive. There's always that electricity that I haven't found anywhere else. Loading dock actually had it for a minute. Yeah. You know, so. Then we lost it because it was too hot. Too hot and it couldn't hear back there. Yeah. So it was, you know, but that's the magic I saw. That's the magic that keeps me doing what I do. And, uh, you know, there, sometimes it on it shows the flow is perfect and the set list and the way that we designed it this time was just. It was great. I still have the song in my head that Ryan Hines mm. and his, his buddies sang. Mm-hmm. Fucking magic. Yep. It's funny. Like, that was, uh, for me, that was the moment where it was like, there. it was like a release, I felt like. Like, because the whole show is... And it takes some focus, I feel, to listen and be with mm-hmm. the performer, and 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 each mood is different. Uh, the last song, though, I felt like it was this release, like we had all been like in this thing together, and then the song came, and it just like the whole room was yep. just like we just busted it open. Yeah. Yeah, like confetti. Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's how I felt, and it was when someone. Like it's holding, like there, it was holding. We're still holding it, and then mm-hmm. someone like went, "Yeah!" And then it just like, yeah. you know, the moment, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, um, like those dude, those guys are artists up there. You know, the, the it. There's nothing hokey about the way they performed that song. It was pure art. It was pure, like it was. It was pure. Well, and it's collaborate. It's pure collaboration too, because the, like the drummer came up to me afterwards and kind of squatted down on his haunches. He was on the stage and he was like, "That was so much fun." And I was like, "I know, that was so much fun." And it was, and he was saying, "Thank you so much." And I to him was saying, "Thank you so much." And you can't, you can't say that any one person did that. It was, it was everybody brought themselves everybody brought what they had everybody did their own work they were autonomous Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and yet all came together to do one thing and it's very uh what's the word it increases my faith in humanity and in the Mm. human spirit to do something like that because there's so much garbage there's so much about people feeling threatened by the ways that they're different and it's like well if you're not like me then you're gonna fuck up how I want things to be and every single artist in that show was very different there was a completely different mood just just as People are different. There was a completely different mood for for every piece. I mean, mm-hmm. Bee Bags was like nerdy and um, very technical in his writing, but he was hilarious and doing like liquid dance moves. And then 
January was like very haunted and she had this horned mask and a red velvet cape and I mean she cast a spell on everybody um, Dave was like Shel Silverstein up there with his rhyming poems that makes you think about the paradoxes of things mm-hmm. I mean Menace it's so cool to see Menace get to continue to perform I think he's been how many stages now how many times has he performed been back I think yeah, and then at Recovery Day as well. So he's performed four times mm. just in the very short time that he's been mm-hmm. out of treatment. And um, to watch him go from uh, just barely, kind of like barely hanging on to his life, to being able to be on a stage and, and saying in his music, mm. like I, I write this not just for me, but for anyone who thinks that they can't. And and music is my higher power. Like, that's powerful. Mm. Um, I mean, it's real. You can tell that it's real for him. I mean, how many people are fumbling around trying to figure out, what's my higher power? What should my higher power be? And, mm-hmm. like, he he knows it, and he and he shares it. And, um, <laughs> and then Fitch with his Wu-Tang boots. And everyone just kept yelling at him because his song wouldn't play. I like your beanie. I like your pants. Yeah. And he's like, I'm about to cook up some something. Let's eat or something. Oh, yeah. And then the beat was supposed to drop. <laughs> and then it didn't. That's like, that's where you get, you, you practice and you and you practice and you practice being on stage. And eventually when that stuff happens, you, you learn to engage with the audience you know you learn to laugh or uh, but when you're not used to it it's very uncomfortable and it's like i don't know what to do because all i planned for was to come up here and and rap this song i know and i didn't plan anything and i had a moment where i was like i have to breathe and i said it out Mm. loud i have to breathe because i was just like so um overwhelmed in the moment and so I just said it. I have to breathe for a minute. I can't talk to you guys right. I can't talk to you guys right now. I have to. I have to breathe for a second. Yeah, you've kind of gotten to a point where you're not really performing anymore. It's just like it's situational awareness. You're just kind of like, oh yeah, I'm on stage and we're putting on this show and. I'm going to talk to these people because they're just people and I'm going to introduce these artists because they came here to perform, you know, and it's, it's been, it's been awesome watching you go from when we started to now, um, used to write notes and used to, and that's kind of how, I mean, it's a, it's a, I had cue cards that I've practiced for a long time and it's kind of a, it's kind of a real life a real-time examination of what practice will a practice of a craft will yield. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you've always been great on stage. You're very personable and charismatic. Uh, and now you're to a point where it's, you know, there's no real separation. We talk about that all the time, like the separation between artist and human or whatever they are. And, you know, there's your line's getting way blurrier between Sarah and the performer. 
That to me is mastery. So then what? Then what do you do? You just keep doing it. And then things happen. And you one day you'll maybe you'll just sit down at that drum set that's on stage and start banging the drums because it's just you're just so in it and comfortable. That's what I saw up there was just like comfort. I saw you like completely alive, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was dope. And there's moments where I felt completely alive, like um and that's that's what we're all that's the whole that's the pit, that's the core of own it, I think. He's Let's feel alive together. Yeah, but you gotta do all this shit mm-hmm. beforehand for moments of that. The beautiful thing about this particular mad dash is I felt that the whole the whole time. You were in it the whole time. I was time. in it the whole time. And sometimes because it's so spread out, it's like I'm in it, but I've only we're only doing it an hour and a half and then it's a week. And so I'm in, you know what I'm saying? Like, because like it was... we have raw groups to get ready for the show? Exactly. Thank you. That was actually a good um, podcasting right there. Because mm-hmm. they didn't know what I was doing. And you they did, didn't know what you were talking you about. That we have Thank meetings you. once a week for like right. two months before we have a show. And right. it's like very long and drawn out. And, and then what ends up happening is that everyone just throws shit together at the last minute anyway. So we were like, let's just forego all of that stress and we'll just... And it worked it out very well, and I think we should do it again. And I think Gray had a really good suggestion where it's like, okay, here's the theme. Throw it out to the people. Start working on your shit. The Mad Dash will be X to X. Yeah. X date to X date. If you guys want to get together before that and do some one-on-ones or talk, cool, here we are. Um, but I loved it, man. I was fucking I, – I don't think I've felt that alive in a – in a raw situation and not because they haven't all been great in their own ways most of the time it's because there's only those little dots oh yeah of but a minute the whole weekend like we're meeting up and everyone's they're in it dude and I'm talking through it and it was dope mm-hmm. and now it's over and so I was thinking about it being over like and we we're driving here, and we're going to talk about the show, and uh, it reminds me of why when we first started Own It, we would tell people, like, you just got to be there. Either you're there for the experience, or you're not, and sorry, and come next time, because, and we're not going to, like, record it and show it to you later, because you can't feel the room like that, and also, it was like, I hesitate to use very good poems that I think are very good. I mean, it's subjective. I, I, don't, I don't know. Some poems just suck. Anyway, I'm hesitant to use poems that really hit me deeply as writing prompts because usually after I hear the poem, I'm just like, well, yeah. I mean, damn. I mean, fuck. I mean, Fuck. And then I can't write about it because it's just too perfect to really write about. Like there's I don't wanna say I don't wanna say anything about it because it's just like it's beautiful just as it is and I just I just like I just wanna hear it. And that's how I feel about after shows. Like 
there's there's maybe like seven minutes after the show where we meet out on the sidewalk and we're like, holy fuck, da da da, and I'm at, that was fucking magic. And then it's like, okay, then it's over. You can't you can't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. At least I can't. Like I, um, I'll probably just cry tomorrow. Yeah. Because that's what happens a lot. No relish in it. <laughs> Are you saying that crying is my relish? Mm-hmm. It's your... The shedding. Yeah. Me, the shedding is like... It's the recap. It's the, like, oh, yeah, dude, like, this is why... This is what all the 3 a.m.s are about. This is what all the... This is what all the... Where am I going to get my next creation about, you know, like... This is what I live for. Not, like, I don't live for Own It stage. I live for what Own It is. Not, you know, what it represents. The movement of what it has... What it is. What it what it does... It's it's a a life force, you know. And, you know, own it. Yes, it's a life force, but it's the life force that is behind it, that is created by the people in it, the people that show up to it, us. It's all that. Like, and then I get to, it's a culmination of the buildup and the, so there's the release after the show, like now, where I'm sitting here making this podcast and I feel, I feel like I've had like four beers ish, probably. Right? Like it's that. <laughs> you're, mild, you're kind of talking like you've yeah, had four beers. Like a mild buzz. And you're kind of like, yeah. So it's it's a it's a narcotic. It has a narcotic effect, and then tomorrow well, it won't be that way. It'll be um, I'll be on high alert, and what I'll what I'll do with it is I'll put it into our next project, my next project, whatever that is. Um, I mean, we have some, we have some projects. Yeah, we have Harvey up. the bus. We got Harvey the bus. We, we got announced a, him at the show. Do you know? I totally forgot we were going to bring Harvey to the show. Did I you didn't, forget? No, you didn't forget. You didn't ready. tell me. You yeah. just let me forget. I just there was other things happening, man. I know. He wasn't pressing and he wasn't ready. He's not ready. Um, we have Harvey. We have another project. What's Harvey? Wait, but what's Harvey? He's a short bus. He's Harvey the short bus. He's a fucking. He's gonna be a rolling around podcast studio and recording studio, and we'll be rolling around and pulling people out off the street, maybe, and some people out of maybe some treatment centers, and maybe some people out of Alano Club or Fellowship. We'll be maybe just interviewing, asking for asking people weird ass questions, recording them. and we have another project, maybe partnering-ish with a treatment center thing, and um, <laughs> more to come on that. Um, so I take, I, I, I have, it has the effect like it has right now, and then tomorrow I'll take it, and it turns into hyper-focus, hyper-potency. Um, and then I charge off of that, or I, 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 power off of that and I've been thinking in power now like I do that when yeah, I'm researching shit I know because what are you thinking of power for why, yeah, why? I'm, I'm trying to build a 
power source or design a power source for Harvey so that we don't have to use his power. We'll use external power to power our audio. So I've been researching solar and batteries and generators and I'm getting closer. And I've been I've been researching see how tired I am? I've been researching shag carpet and She's been getting her carpet on. Interior bus decorations. Lighting. Lighting. Um, I gotta paint the outside of it. Phil's afraid I'm gonna create this like obnoxious color splash and it's not gonna be classy and like clean and cool, but He's going to be surprised. That is not what I said at all. He I just said he want wants some it to black. be black. I want some black. Because that, that's me. That represents like... It does not. I just like black, man. Why? It's beautiful. What's up? No, not as beautiful as... Well, I trust you. Cantaloupe I color. trust you. The color of cantaloupe is beautiful. It is, but you need, I love black as contrast, at least. I love the color it of honeydew me. melon is beautiful. Okay. Sorry. Okay, we'll leave black as contrast. I'm down with that. Okay, thank you. So You're welcome. We next show is unscheduled as of it's now. December, Jan. I'm leaning towards December seventeenth. She. This is what always happens. She always leans toward sooner than later, and I always, I always lean toward later, um, because I like you know, and it just works out the way it works out. It goes my way. <laughs> I think it does probably go your way most of the time. Except, for, well, that's a whole other podcast. That's a thing that has yet to be realized. Anyway, friends, the theme for the next show is Mad World. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys know that song? How does it go? I can't think of it. Mad World. All around me are familiar yeah. places. So, <laughs> we're tired. We're going to go to sleep now. Thank Check you, Salt Lake City. Own it, Don't email us, but if you happen to, it's own it, SLC at gmail.com. Follow us, follow us on Instagram at yeah. own it SLC. We're going to start building that Instagram, I feel like. Well, it has been. Sarah makes cool posts, and uh, they're fun to look at. So at the very yeah. least, you can check out some We just want you guys to, at, to know what's going on. Yeah, that's all. We're not trying to sell you anything. It's just like, hey, look at the cool shit we're doing. Anyways, there it is. Peace. Bye-bye.